It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Come on. Here's a handoff up the middle and a big gain for Joe Mixon as he zigzags down to the 22-yard line for a 19-yard pickup. Second down and five, 348 to go. Now the Bengals line up in an I formation. They are within field goal range now, thanks to the penalty. Dalton hands off oh. to Mixon, finds a hole up the middle. He'll go up and over 100 yards, and he makes it down to the 11-yard line for a 14-yard gain. Peppers makes the tackle, and Joe Mixon has his first career 100-yard rushing performance in the National Football League. On first down, here's a pitch to the left. Mixon down to the five, fighting for the goal line. Touchdown! Bengals as Mixon takes it the final 11 yards and begins a dance in the back of the end zone. That should be Coffin Nails. Bam, bam, bam. That's how it sounded. Dan Horde, Dave Lapham on the call. I'm James Erpine. Welcome in to the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Monday night. Joe Goodberry, our weekly Bengals film review tomorrow. Great to have you in. We're on Megaphone, iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and right now on LockedOnBengals.com, I have three thoughts on the Bengals, and you should certainly check those out. Um, LockedOnBengals.com, by the way. Keep it locked there. Bookmark it. Do whatever you need to do. But the Bengals win, and they're still alive. And this is what I discussed Last week, look, if they win, if they beat Cleveland like we expect them to, we're going to talk about hope. And there's a lot to dive into. There's a lot to discuss. So I'll start very simply. The running game was big. It came up big for the Bengals. And if they're going – like if they want me to buy in to them making a playoff run in December, you do that with a defense and a running game. Now, the defense didn't show up yesterday. They got run on a decent amount. Um, certainly – against a team that they can't allow to do that. But I, I honestly, I think they just underestimated them because they were the Browns. With that being said, how do you win in December? Defense, running game. Well, for the first time all season, the Bengals had a running game. Joe Mixon, 114 yards. Joe Mixon with a huge play in the passing game, a touchdown, almost had a second touchdown if he didn't stop. He thought it was going to the tight end uh, on a ball that Andy dumped off to him. They settled for a field goal there. Here's what I know. It's December. And it will be December. The, the next four games the Bengals play will be in December. And that's when their fate will be either de- de- determined or not determined. But what a win yesterday over a bad Browns team does is it gives you hope if you're a Bengals fan. It gives you hope that this team could make a run. Hope. Not that they're going to. No, no, no. Hope that they could. And if you're a fan, you look at it, and I look at this schedule, and you have Pittsburgh a week from today which will be obviously a huge matchup, one that you won't be favored in. You won't be favored against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You just won't. Chicago at home, very winnable. At Minnesota, the Bengals will be in the hunt, barring 
something unforeseen where they lose to both Pittsburgh and Chicago. I think they win at least one of those games. So they'll be six and seven going to Minnesota. Potentially. Potentially seven and six. Who knows? But what I'm saying is, is they're going to win one out of these next two, or they they should. So with that said, going to Minnesota, season on the line, December 17th. So the Bengals are going to be relevant for the next three weeks. I like it because last year they weren't relevant in December. Last year we were looking ahead to the draft. Last year, oh my gosh, at least this year there's a chance. And that's all you can ask for when you start 0-3. That's all you can ask for when you start 3-6 and is a chance. And the Bengals have a chance. And I think if you're a Bengals fan, sure, you look at their wins, two over Cleveland, their best wins over Buffalo, Indianapolis, Denver, a bunch of crappy quarterbacks. But they did show you that they can run the ball. And they did run the ball in the first half against Pittsburgh in their first matchup. So now if I look at this, do I think they beat the Steelers? No. Do I think their season's probably done? Yes. But when you dig yourself in a hole like the Bengals did, 0-3, 3-6, guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to surprise some people. You're going to have to some catch some people off guard. You're going to have to beat teams that people don't expect you to beat because that's the only way you dig yourself out of a hole. And the Bengals have that opportunity. And that's all they could ask for. That's all the Bengals fans, I assume, all you could ask for. And that's a good feeling. Now, as far as yesterday goes, in, in the Bengals, I, I thought they were okay on offense. Nothing special. I thought they were unique in the run game a little bit. I wonder what's going to happen against Pittsburgh if they don't get a running game going. Can they get the ball to A.J. Green? Their offense consistently moved the ball up and down the field and, and scored. They didn't punt until the second half. That's the, the first time we've seen something like that. And they scored 30 points, which is what I thought they would average this year. So it shows you how much I know. But coming into the season, I said that. But some of my concerns still loom. And these concerns are ones that I'm not sure if they didn't fix them yesterday in, against Cleveland, if they're going to be able to fix them down the stretch and I'm going to get to them. You're going to hear from Marvin Lewis as well in just a second here. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Megaphone, also the iHeartRadio app on Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked on Bengals. And right now on LockedOnBengals.com, my article, Three Thoughts on the Bengals' Win Over the Browns. Make sure you check it out, LockedOnBengals.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And what I wanted to get to, and the, the thing that interests me really the most about this team, there's a, a few things. But it's their inability to get the ninth overall pick on the field. And I looked up yesterday because I was like, man, maybe I just got it wrong with John Ross. Like, it, it even made me question. Like, maybe 
Joe, who I trust, who I've worked with for years now and followed for years. I mean, our, we've known each other Twitter-wise for years and years. And, I, I mean, seriously, dating back probably five or six years. And from that aspect to just John Ross in general, not, not only Joe's evaluation, but what I saw, but I just went to NFL.com. Like, if you do a, a quick search, I'll do it here because I did it yesterday. Just to get a a quick draft profile, you just do NFL draft John Ross, right? You just Google that. And I'm doing it right here. First link, John Ross's NFL draft profile. And Mike Mayock says, let's give this kid his due. Quick and explosive. Questions about his medical. That's it. Questions about his medical. So talks about his shoulder and knee issues, knee injuries. But on the field, sounds like everything is there, right, as long as he's healthy. Lance Zerline says this uh, when it comes to John Ross. He says he's an instant impact weapon who scored 23 touchdowns in just 112 touches. Should be able to step right in as a kick returner. He hasn't returned any kicks. As a slot receiver, but teams with speed at tight end may utilize him outside, which they could also do to create extreme vertical stress on opposing safeties which is exactly what you were thinking because you have A.J. Green on one side if you're the Bengals, and obviously you ha- we're supposed to have John Ross on the other. And sources, this is a, a West Coast scout for an NFC team. He said, quote, he will get emotional on the field when he drops one or when the quarterback leaves an open deep ball short. And I've heard other scouts call it bad body language. I just think he's an edgy player. He's competitive and shows it. You'll take some attitude when the guy scores as many touchdowns as he does. And and that is actually where I'm going to start it. I I was talking with Rocky Boyman earlier today. Rocky played in the league for nine seasons, won a Super Bowl with the Indianapolis Colts, starred here at St. Xavier High School. If you're a local person, you know who that is. Played at Notre Dame. And one thing he mentioned to me is he wants Ross to be pissed off and show that he's mad that he's not playing. And I maybe he is, right? Maybe John Ross is doing that. But if he's not, then there's something wrong. And that edge, like like that that's what he's competitive and shows it. I just think he's an edgy player. I haven't seen that edge. And it's probably because he's he's uncomfortable at the time and he doesn't have the confidence that he once had. But man, at some point, maybe Ross would just go to Marvin like, hey, man, what the do I have to do to play? What the – let me play. I want to play. What do I have to do to play? And maybe you should just lose it. And that would probably bring honest conversation, honest heart-to-heart. And, and obviously it goes with killing it in practice and all that stuff. Maybe that's it too. Maybe make Dre Kirkpatrick look awful all day, all week. Up and down the field. Boop, 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 boop. Because he has the talent to. And that's why I, I get questioned my John Ross love so much. But that's why I look at it and I'm like, damn. Man, I don't know what's going on. By the way, if you haven't tried, real quick, if you haven't tried the Draft app yet, type in Draft. Go to your app store, type in Draft. Use the promo code L-O-N-F-L. That's all you need to do. It's, it's super, super simple. So L-O-N-F-L, you're going to get a $3 voucher. You'll be able to play for free and uh, check it out. You draft players that are going to be on your fantasy team for the week. So you don't have to worry about salary caps or any of that nonsense. L-O-N-F-L, 
for draft. But it's just so damn frustrating. And I think Marvin Lewis might be trolling me. He said this, and I say trolling very seriously. He was asked about Josh Malone. And Josh Malone has two receptions in the month of November. And this is what he had to say, especially at the end. He has to be addressing me, right? Because I'm the John Ross guy. Listen to what Marvin said earlier today. And we are leaning on these young guys and, and, uh, and getting positive plays from them. And we got to keep, keep it up. And uh, they're important to us. They're, they're big parts of, you know, particularly with their vertical speed that they have. Wait, what? The what? They're ver- Who's he? Because all the young players I know that are, are performing at a high level are Jordan Willis, Carl Lawson, Ryan Glasgow, Joe Mixon. Not vertical, not vertical, not vertical, not vertical. Jordan Evans playing well, not vertical. Um, Vertical speed? What the hell are you talking about? And again, if you missed it, here's the part that really stood out to me when Marvin said what he said earlier today at his press conference. Marvin, don't do this to me. You know, particularly with their vertical speed that they have. That who has? That who has? Because the guy that has it is the guy, like, man, I'm so frustrated with this situation. Odds are, John Ross ain't playing this year, guys. I'm just getting myself ready for it. Maybe he's too nice. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's too nice to say, man, I'm going to rip your heart out if you don't put me on the damn field. Fine. Maybe he is. All I know is is he has ability, and I'm tired of seeing Brandon LaFell screen passes. I'm just so damn tired of it because it's it's stupid. It's stupid, to be quite frank with you. Like, the last thing the Steelers... I So I worked for the Browns yesterday. Yes, that's right, the Cleveland Browns. I worked on their broadcast team. And I turned to Jim Donovan, who does their play-by-play, and I was like, hey, man, any deep ball to Brandon LaFell? It favors the Browns. So if they want to keep throwing that deep ball up to Brandon LaFell, you guys should just let him. Any ball that goes to Brandon LaFell before the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, is just as useless as a ball that goes 60 yards downfield to Brandon LaFell. And I like Brandon. He's a good possession receiver, and he has value on this team. But good God, there are so many other options, or should be so many other options, but he's not active, and that bothers me. And I don't know when I'm going to get over it, but I, I will move on right now because I just I don't know if he's going to be active at all this year. And, but Rocky did bring up a good point. Like Maybe he just needs to show that he's pissed off and, and he wants to be out there. But A.J. Green as a rookie was soft-spoken. It didn't mean out on the field when he actually got an opportunity that he didn't – you know, want to rip your heart out, that he didn't want to do those things. Maybe John Ross doesn't talk the 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 crap. Maybe he doesn't do that. Neither did AJ Green as a rookie, and he doesn't now. So I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Here's what I do know. If the Bengals are gonna make the playoffs, they gotta do two things well. Play great defense. They didn't do that on Sunday and run the football well. They did do that on Sunday. We know they're capable of playing great defense. It starts with Vontez Perfect, who was flagged for unnecessary roughness, a personal foul penalty. That, by the way, uh, he will not be suspended for that. So that's something that NFL confirms with Jim Osarski. He's not going to be suspended, according to multiple sources. So that is good. But if this Bengals team is going to – if anyone's going to take them serious, 
And I'm in the same boat as you guys. If we're going to take the Bengals serious and give them legitimate playoff hopes, they got to win Sunday or Monday. They got to win Monday night against Pittsburgh. It's that simple. It's that damn simple. And if they do, all right, guess who buys in? Me. If they don't, well, guess who's not buying in? <laughs> Me and you. It's that simple. And I think that's fair. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Maybe you do. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. Tomorrow, Joe Goodberry with our weekly Bengals film review. I think we're going to keep, we got good feedback on our pre-film review conversation. So we'll keep that going as well. We'll do that weekly. By the way, I still want Lamar Jackson. I think we could have a Kansas City situation on our hands. Lamar Jackson comes in. Andy Dalton can be the Alex Smith. With Pat Mahomes on the bench, a.k.a. Lamar, leaping Lamar. I get the Baker Mayfield love, too. Those two guys, uh-oh. I'm just glad we don't have to dive into it too much this early. John, because I know John Ross is listening. If it's because you don't have the dog in you, get that dog in you, man. Because I want to see you out there. Could you imagine this offense if it had another vertical threat? Good God. I'm James Rapine. Run the ball, Bengals. Play physical or something like that. Have a great night. I'm James Rapine. This has been the Locked on Bengals podcast. By the way, again, App Store, Draft, LO, NFL is the promo code. Try it this week. This week on me. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.